right where you are, just begin to pray in the Spirit. Just let me hold your name or hold somebody and just begin to pray in the Spirit. You're going to pray because you know that there will be revival for you here this, this evening. You're going to pray because you know the Holy Ghost is right here to touch you. He's here to touch you. He will touch you. He wants to touch you. He wants to heal you. He wants to strengthen you. He wants to give you direction. He wants to give you the hope that make it not ashamed. He wants to give you faith. He wants to pour his love upon you. He wants to show you kindness. He wants to change your level. He wants to promote you. He wants to give you a new beginning. He wants to turn your story around. He wants to give you a future. He wants to make you happy. He wants to make you smile. He wants to give you joy. Because he's a good father. Because he's a good God. Because he's seeking your welfare. He said, for I know the thought that I think towards you. Thoughts of good and not of evil. To give you a future and a hope. Though you may be facing challenges right now. But God is saying to you today. I want to help you. I want you to run through the challenges like a warrior. I want you to run through the troops. I want you to scale that wall. I want you to have the victory. Because I am your father. Because I am your father. Because I'm a lion of the tribe of Judah. You are also a lion. You can't be defeated. You are not a mere man. Hey, I have said, I have said that you are God. Hey, that you are all sons of the Almighty. I have said in my power, in my glory, that you are all gods. You are gods. You are not ordinary. You are supernatural. That's who you are as my children. So you must live in that reality. You must live in that light. You must live in that consciousness. What affects the normal man cannot affect you. What suppresses the normal man should not suppress you. Because you have my stock. You have my stock. You came from me. Holy Ghost, we give you praise. Oh, Marababa. Rekele Baba. Re Manushe Baba. You are asking for strength. Oh, you need strength for the year. Oh, glory. Lord, we receive strength. Oh, we know you are here. Here to bring revival. Here to lift bodies. We are just grateful, Lord. Fine. Oh, we are just grateful. We are just grateful. We are just grateful, Lord. Oh, we are just grateful. We see your hand in our lives, so we are grateful, Lord. We are just grateful, Lord. If not for you, we will not be where we are today. If not for your grace, if not for your mercy, we would have been dead by now. <laughs> we would have been in the hospital bed by now. Oh my God. Thank you, Holy Ghost. We are still Christians because of you. Because you have kept us. We are grateful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Holy Ghost, have your way in our midst. Have your way in our midst. Turn things around. Turn situations around. Change our levels tonight. 
in the realm of the spirit promote us so our promotion can be evident to men Holy Ghost strengthen our hearts fill our hearts with joy oh amidst the challenges in the presence of the challenges fill our hearts with joy because you have said that with joy we shall draw out of the well of salvation oh Lord we are just overwhelmed with, the love, with your love uh, we are just overwhelmed with your love we see your hand all around us <laughs> hallelujah oh Lord we see what you are doing in our lives in the lives of others we hear the testimonies Lord and we are grateful we know that it will soon be our turn uh, because you are a good good father is who you are. <laughs> and the choir sings, Lord, so we say, you are a good, good father, is who you are. You are a good, good father. Choir, can you help me? Can you help me? You are a good, good, good father, it's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are.
God will show you his goodness. <laughs> I don't know if you know what the goodness of God means. When God shows you goodness, people will have no choice but to favor you. People will do things for you. They will tell you by themselves, I don't know why I'm doing this thing. But I just want to help you. That's the goodness of God. He said, when a man's ways pleases the Lord. <laughs> hey, help me act the Israelites. They were in captivity for over four, quiet, don't, don't, don't go, MK. They were in captivity for over 400 years. <laughs> when the goodness of God came, Moses told them, go and ask your orgas for their gold. They hated them. They wanted to kill them. But out of the goodness of God, they brought out their wealth and gave it to the Israelites. Not because they loved them. That is the goodness of God. We serve a good God, guys. <laughs> I'm telling you. That's why I always say that God will sort out all his children. Guys, I don't know what your situation is. I don't know what you are facing. Hey, hey, Jesus of Nazareth. Let me share one testimony with you. Quiet, don't go. I, I'm using my time on easy. The Lord will help us tonight. Just yesterday, I was in the office. Somebody sent me a message. And he said that, sir, maybe I should go read it. Be blessed, you people. <laughs> I'm not joking. Though. See, this year is like no other. I don't know if you if you are feeling it, guys. Guys, I've been by the grace of God. I've been in this ministry for a long time, and I've seen many getting momentums. I never see like this type before. So there's something. You understand? There's something. Yeah, I, just, I just need to read this. I'm sorry. Because I know that this thing is working. He said, good morning, sir. I said, good morning back. He said, just to share this testimony with you. I gave up my car early last year to redeem my pledge for the landed property. Last week, God blessed us with this. What I can see here is a sweet car like this. Very clean car. I, cannot, I should have put it up. And he said, we want to bring it to you for play. When they brought the car, my brother, it's a fine car. It's a sweet car. It has chrome. You know chrome? It has chrome. And, you know, see that kind of thing. You cannot just say, as a, I'm learning, as a minister, as a pastor, you can't just say, ah, you know, I, when they came to my house, the him and the wife, they sat down, said, I'll just share the testimony. I don't want to uh, say, I just get car. He fall from three or whatever. And he told me that uh, he was just on his own jail. Somebody just called him, him and the wife, that they should come and see them. Later on, that, whether they didn't go or so, person called on the Thursday that they should come and see them. And when they went there, he just carried car key and gave them. Full car, full car. It's not half car. Praise Jesus. Ah, my brother. He that did not inspire you, inspire me. Oh. There's somebody that is holding your blessing. 
and the goodness of God will bring it to you. Yeah. Hallelujah. That's why I know that this year we're going to have problem this year. Parking space will be a problem. Problem. Can I tell you what I did when I came to service? Ah, I don't, I don't know if you saw me. I just got, I just opened, I went out. I just opened, went out and I was looking at where I parked my, my car. And I began to visualize the other car I'm believing God for. I just opened, I was looking. Somebody came and greeted me. I just greeted you. didn't know that I was in the realm of the spirit. I was seeing the new car in that spot there. And I was seeing that one in this other place here. It will happen. Some of you need to see yourself in that wedding gown. And begin to walk like, begin to talk like it. Some of you need to see yourself in that dream job that you are believing God for. Yeah. Yes. He said, for as far as your eyes can see, I will give to you. So the problem is not God, it's what are you? Hallelujah. Can you just help me celebrate this good God? We serve a good God. Our God is a good God. Hey, should we sing that song one more time? Help the apples. Woo! I feel like we're on the floor. I want to roll you. Hey, you're a good, good, good father. Father. perfect in all his ways. <laughs> hey! <laughs> when the testimony comes, it will be obvious that this is nothing but the finger of God. So, people who are, I don't know how people laugh at some people here in this place. Oh, you know how people, I'm, I'm, has anybody mocked you before? Uh, they've not mocked you. You've not f- f- you have not faced the insult of mockery. 
You see, when the perfection of God shows up in your situation, the same people that mocked you, they will eat their words. That is why a Christian is the worst person to despise. <laughs> hey, big mistake. You will see them like this today. Tomorrow they are like this. And you are wondering, is the perfection of God. Hallelujah. So let me encourage somebody here. If you have been rejected anywhere, relax. Don't worry. If they have mocked you, don't worry. If the people have slighted you, they, they are talking about you. You are important. That's why they are talking about you. You are important. Hey, Billy, you are important. Let them talk. When you rise, when the Lord perfects all that concerns you, it will be obvious to every, everybody. Because they have prayed your gist round. Hallelujah. So when God does it to the gist will spread round. And it will be that only God could have done this. Can someone celebrate my Jesus? Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you because you speak to us tonight. So all the prophecies, you have, all the promises you have made to us in gaining momentum, not one will fall to the ground. Everything will come to pass. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Celebrate God one more time, somebody. Hallelujah. Oh, don't you just love Jesus? There's no God like him. Hallelujah. All right. See, it's okay. See, I thought I had time. Now, it is well. Praise Jesus. But God is a good God, have you? God is a good... So, 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 um... So I was studying. Okay, so the title is What to Do with Prophecies. That's the title. What to Do with Prophecies. Ah, I don't know, hey guys, the prophecies that came were like arrows, Abby, like bullets. So there's something to do with those prophecies. He said, This year you will accelerate, Abby. This year, God will give you the first mover advantage. This year, you will run through a troop. This year, you will scale walls. So many wonderful testimonies, um, um, prophecies, right? There's something to do with those prophecies. If you have to see them come to pass, there are things to do. But we can only touch one tonight. There are about three or, th- three or four, about three things, but we can only touch one tonight. The first thing to do with prophecy is to believe it. Believe the prophecy. Tell somebody else, believe. Tell somebody else, believe. Of course, we hear that every time. Hmm. Ah, Jesus. You know, some prophecies will not make sense at all. Who agrees? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Some prophecies will not make sense. Some cannot make sense. You know, I shared the testimony about one of our brothers. How things were so tough for him in 20... It was last year, yeah, 2019. Things were so tough that even to eat for like, for like, for like two or three days, him and his wife, no food to eat. And he told me one that, 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 that I mean, the one that, the, the straw that broke the camel's back, that he saw, he picked 100 naira on the ground. That's what him and his wife bought biscuits and water and granite and they ate. I can't believe, what? So, in this level of poverty? But I shared that in less than how many months, 
Somebody who was in that situation built three houses in his village. It's not 419. I just want to know the person. Please don't. It's not 419. It's not uh, runs. So your reaction is, ah. I Somebody say, ah. Yes. So sometimes when God gives you a prophecy, it may not make sense. You will not know how it will come about. I don't know about you, but some of those prophecies, I won't lie to you. Let me confess. And let me say, say it silently. I don't know how they will happen. But my own job is to just to believe it. I don't know how. Some of them are bigger than my generation to put together. Praise God. But I just have to believe. Let's see 2 Kings 6.26. Just believe it. 2 Kings 6.26. There was heavy famine in the land of Israel. The famine was so bad that mothers began to eat their children. How bad? Can you can imagine? Okay, I have, okay, it's not working here. He said, as the king of Israel, it was so bad. So the king was going around, you know, Israel, and this is what he encountered. A woman came up to him and said, help, help, oh Lord, my king. Fast, you need to be fast. Thank you. It's, and the king said, if the Lord does not help you, where will I get help from? Move on. He said, and the king said unto her, what is the matter? He said, this woman, I pointed another woman, this woman said unto me, give us your son, that we may eat him today. And we will eat my son tomorrow. That woman was a for one night woman. Why not eat, eat your own first? <laughs> See, this will tell you the level, the 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 the, death, I mean, the badness. I don't know the English you use now of the situation. He says, "So we boiled my son." Someone is laughing. Are you? Why are you laughing? Is it funny? The boy picking, they laugh. He says, "So we boiled my son." And did it him. And I said unto her, on the, tell me, they finished that boy that day. <laughs> they, didn't, they finished that child that day. And in, they're not full. Oh. He said, give thy son that we may eat him. And she had hid her son before. When she saw the manner they butchered that boy. He said, my son will not go through this one. This will tell you how bad it was. So it was famine. There was nothing to eat. I mean, I mean, there was nothing to eat whatsoever. And see what happened. Okay, move, move, move. Move to 7-1. Seven, 7 verse 1. So the king was very angry. And he said he was going to kill Elisha. <laughs> and this is what Elisha said. See, then Elisha said, Hear ye the word of the Lord. Like, like prophecies. Have you seen prophecy, right? The same way we got it during the momentum. Thus said the Lord, tomorrow about this time shall a measure of fine see remember that there was no food anywhere. Shall a measure of flying flour be sold for a shekel and two measures of barley for a shekel in the gate of Samaria. I mean, this prophecy did not make sense. But let's say the next verse. Then the Lord on whose the king on whose hand the king leaned answered the man of God and said, Behold, if the Lord will make windows in heaven, might this thing be? And the man of God said, Behold, thou shalt see it with your eyes, but you shall not eat thereof. And that's exactly what happened. The prophecy did not make sense. But it made faith. Hallelujah. Mm. It It didn't make sense. But when the goodness of God comes on the situation, it turns senselessness to sense. 
Hallelujah. So some of you have received some promises. I just want to encourage you. I came here to come and tell you how you can war with the word. So you can see the promises come to pass. Because this is that year that God wants to bless us like never before. I don't know about you. No, no, sorry. I know about you. This is that year where I'm sure that God wants to bless you like never before. And that's why he's sending this word. To ensure that you profit. He said that unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. He said, but the word of God did not profit them. Because they did not what? Mix it with faith. They didn't mix it with faith. So God can use the most unlikely sources to bless you. In this situation, God used four lepers. Can you imagine that? Four lepers. To bring the breakthrough. God can bring, use the most unlikely sources. Don't try to figure out. Guys, let me tell you. Give some advice. Don't try to figure out how God will do it. Some days ago, I mean, last week, I was trying to think. Okay, how will this thing happen? You know, you know, try and. Uh, your brain, my brain, your brain will just catch. You just hang. You know how a computer will just hang sometimes. You just hang. And God began to tell me. He said, don't try and think how it will come to pass. Your own job is just to believe. Just like when Moses, when God told the children of Israel they were crying for meat. He said, give us meat, 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 meat. And Moses went to God. Moses said, I'm tired. These people said they want meat. And God said, go and tell them. I will give them meat. Not for one day or two days. I will give them for what? For one month. And Moses said, even if we slaughter all the flocks, he cannot, he cannot give them enough to eat. If we take the fishes of all, in all, this, all the fishes in the sea, it cannot still be enough for them. And God said, is the arm of the Lord now shortened? Hi, yeah, yeah. So in your situation, is God's hand shortened? Eh? Is God's hand shortened in your situation? That's God's question to you today. Is my hand shortened? He said, you will see. <laughs> you will see whether my word to you will come to pass or not. Leave it. Yeah, Moses went to go and tell the people. And the Bible said in the night. Somebody said in the night. When you are sleeping, God is walking. When you are relaxed, that's when God is working. You and God cannot be doing the work at the same time. He will leave it for you. He will leave it. When you want to think how it will happen, he will leave it. You say, oh, solve it now. You can solve it. You're my partition. So balance the equation. No, there's an equation in math that never balance, Abby. Your generation can never balance it. It's the same way. Leave it for God. Don't think how. Don't think how. Are there people here that receive prophecy that you know is bigger than you? Do you have people? Okay, so I'm talking to the right crowd. Praise God. You know, it's good to be sure. Before you are hearing the rema, the rema you think you got is not for this house. Hallelujah. So your job is just to believe. Leave the house to God. Leave the house to God. Don't be an Uzzah. Somebody say Uzzah. Let me tell you about Uzzah. Second Samuel 6. Hey, when I read this, my goodness. See, when I study the Bible to preach like this, I don't study to come and tell you people. Though. I, first of all, tell my, preach to myself first. And this is what God was showing me. When he was showing me, I was, I was on fire in my room. God was talking. God was even, you know, chastising me. Praise God. Second Samuel 6. Let's see. Second Samuel 6. Second Samuel 6. This is Uza. 1 to 7. And again, David gathered together all the chosen men of Israel. 30,000. You have to be fast. Did you help me? Uh, move on. Verse 3. Verse 3. Verse 3. Move on. Okay, this one is not. All right. And they set the ark of God upon a new cart. Look at it. And brought it out of the house of Abinadab. Please take note of that. 
Take note of that man called Abinadab. Someone say Abinadab. That was in the house of Gibeah. Bros, what's happening here? And Uzzah and, uh, and Ahio. Hmm. The sons of Abinadab. Alright? They drove the new car. That means they were guiding the new, it was a new, like a new chariot. Next one. And they brought it out of the house of Abinadab, which was at Gibeah, accompanying the ark of God. And Ohio went before the ark. So one of the sons of Abinadab was before the ark. Next one. And David and all the house of Israel, oh, they were playing before the Lord, all manner of instrument, uh, made of fair wood. That they were, but one version said they were singing with, from, with all their lungs. Verse 6. He said, and when they came to Nacon's threshing floor, Uzzah put forth his hand to the ark of God and took hold of it for the oxen shook it. Please, can we see, is it good news translation? I think it's good news. Good news translation. Aha, look at it. At once, the Lord God became angry with Uzzah and killed him because of his irreverence. Uzzah died there beside the covenant box. So, Uzzah wanted to help. You know, we heard you help God, Abby. You know, this scripture you hear about helping God. It's not, it's not really that helping God, per se. All right? It was not really that helping God that really caused him to die. Somehow, you can argue with yes, but the issue was his irreverence. You can call it familiarity. Familiarity, familiarity I will show you. Oh my goodness, Uzzah knew God too much. Uzzah, was, Uzzah saw the ark of God anyhow. Some of you don't believe me, Abby? Uzzah was too familiar with the presence of God. Uzzah was too familiar with the word of the Lord. Let's see 1 Samuel 7, 1 to 2. This is it. I never thought this until today. 1 Samuel 7, 1 to 2. 1 Samuel 7, 1 to 2. So the people of Kiriath, Jerim, NIV, thank you. Okay, God bless you. So the men of Kiriath, Jerim, came and took up the ark of the Lord. Hmm. Look at this. This was after, you remember when the Philistines captured the ark of God? Okay, in case you don't know. There was a time that the Philistines captured the ark of God and they took it to the land of Philistia. God began to deal with them seriously. And after that, they now released the ark. They released the ark. When they now released the ark, these people, the Israelites, now took the ark back. Okay? So this is the continuation. They brought it to Abinadab's house on the hill. They brought it to where? So they brought it to Abinadab. This Abinadab. They brought it to his house and consecrated Eliezer, his son, to guard the ark of the Lord. Next one. Look at this. Look at this. Verse 2. The ark remained at Kiriajerim on a long 20 years in all. So the ark was in Abinadab's house. The children of Abinadab were Uzzah and Ahio. So for 20 years, they had the ark of God with them. Familiarity enter. See finish. Is it not the ark of God that we see in our house? Familiarity. And Pastor K told us, on the third day of gaining momentum, that one of the things that can prevent you from gaining momentum, from getting your blessing, is what? My brother. That's what happened to Uzal. 
Uza was familiar with God's presence. Uza was used to the word of God. Before you finish quoting the verse, before you finish quoting the scripture, he has quoted it. I know it. Praise God. It was familiarity that killed that man. If you're going to go far this year, you must ensure that you are never familiar with the word of God. You must ensure that you never come to a point where you think you know. He that thinks he knows does not yet know that know as he ought to know. Where's that scripture? First Corinthians 4, right? Did you let me find it? Did you find it quickly? He said, he that thinks he knows does not yet know as he ought to know. So the moment, if you come to a point where you think, oh, I know about prosperity. I know about this thing. I know about divine health. I know about this. I know about, ah, there's challenge somewhere. That you can't, that you can't, you get to a point where you think you know so much, you can't keep learning. There's a problem. So have you become too used to prophecy? Ask yourself, have you become so, so used? Oh, you hear it every time. You hear people prophesy over you. People come up here and we prophesy over you. During welcome, they prophesy. During offering, they prophesy. Announcement, you prophesy. You are so used to it. Have you got to that point? Where you don't place a premium anymore on the word of God. Oh, this one, God had to deal with me on this too. Do you place a premium on God's word? Do you place a premium on the presence of God? That will be your differentiating factor this year, guys, and this decade. The premium you place upon the word of God. Do you obey it when it is, con- when it is convenient for you? You know, it's easy to obey God's word when it's convenient. When it's not convenient, it becomes a, you know, a, 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 a point to, to compromise. Hallelujah. You must place a premium on God's word. If you place a premium on God's word, you will seek it with all your heart. Oh, yeah. You will give it first place. You will seek God's word. What is God saying about this situation? What does God expect me to do? You will, read, you will actually study the Bible. Guys, do you study the Bible? I mean like study. I mean how you study your books, right? How you study, you go and check reference. You know how you study, right? You go and check what this author said. You go and check that other book. That study. You check the meaning. You check this. Do you study God's word? Or you just read it casually? It's not Bible. It's on my phone now. It's in my have you version. Hallelujah. If you place a premium on God's word, your life will become premium. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you don't have to say amen, but that's the truth. Premium means that you go after it with all your heart. I remember those days when I was trying to marry my wife. My first car is my, is that, Agoro. Agoro is good now, before. Agoro destroyed my car. And I did not know I was in love. Every blessed day, I must go and mark register. With that bad road. Who remember the road years ago? It was that road that uh, made Minister Blessing come and give testimony here now. That God had delivered her from our God. You think it's clear eye? Praise God. Every day, I'm going to go and mark register. And I did not, for me, the road is smooth. Was not, 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 it's, not, it's just small, small. Meanwhile, I was entering crater. Praise God. You see, Wada. She moved to Ajangbadi or not. From VI, I will still go to Ajangbadi. Because I place premium on her. Praise God. That's the same kind of commitment you place on God's word. That whether or not whether I will eat this thing. Job, Job said, Job said something. 23 verse 12. He said, I treasure your word more than my daily food. 
Hey, Jesus. Let me say, DJ, put it up. Guys, let me, I need to challenge you tonight too. I need you to live here making the decision that God's word, I place a premium on it from today. I'm telling you, that's your only hope. That's your only hope. Look at this, look at this. If God helping me, if you can live here making a decision and a commitment that I'll place a premium on God's word, then I've done my job. Then I'm sure that this year will, be, will indeed, and this decade will indeed be good. Look at this. He said, neither I have not departed from the commands of his lips. He said, I have treasured the words of his mouth more than my daily bread. He said, I have treasured. That means I've put so much premium on his word more than my... That means, what is food? I won't even bother eating. I can read the Bible. I must put the word of God inside me first before I even talk about food. Hallelujah. This is the same reason why some people don't make service. And there's some people that, you see, are you not seeing the hall? We're getting better anyway. Praise God. It's the reason why some people don't play. See, when you place premium on something, you will find a way. Oh, yeah. I was sharing on Sunday. I didn't have the time to do it. Where I walked it before. I didn't have time. Where I walked. Sometimes we, my job was more like project, project, you know. So I know a project um, start time and deadline and end time. So you have to follow it. And clients are waiting, they paid money. So there's some days I know that there's no way I should be leaving this office at this time, five o'clock or six o'clock. Maybe like nine, we're just even starting. Sometimes we leave office eleven o'clock those days. So I was like, but today is Wednesday. I want to go to church. I place premium on God's word. Guess what? I will go to the toilet. I will go there and go and pray. Inside the toilet, I will not shout to. Lord, I'll be calling the manager's name. Ah, I pour things for that on my head. Though. I say, Lord, I'm going to go and meet this woman. She will let me go. She will allow me to go to church. I just go out. I just go and call her name. I'll call her name. Hey, Madam, say, she look at from my laptop. She's seen that she look at me up. Say, yes. I said, I want to go to church. <laughs> she will look at me like this. She will look. I'll be going. Ah! When I talk, I'll say, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I pack my load and run away. Praise God. You see, when you place premium on God's word, God will make opportunities, create opportunity for you to get that word. In no time, I change jobs. But to the glory, to the glory of God, I, nobody can hold me past five. If I move that five, if I won't stay five, save I try. Praise God. It's not a problem anymore now. Today, today, because of ministration, though I cannot do it every day, shall Communication. I finished one meeting with my MD. I just I told the Oga, I told the MD, Oga, I'm going somewhere. I need to close early. He said, it's true. There was even traffic today. And give me an excuse, no problem. I said, I'm going. He was telling me he was he was making an excuse for me. That is true. Ah, there was traffic on your on your way to work today. So you can be going early. I said, Yes, I packed my load and I left. This was around 3 30. You see, God, see, when you place premium on gospel, God will give you opportunities. Mm, God will give you chance. That's the kind of reward you will get. Hallelujah. So you must place premium on God's word. You must place premium. It doesn't matter what it is. You must place premium. Hallelujah. From that Uzzah story, okay, let's see, let's see 1 Samuel 13. I don't, I don't really have time, okay? Something you must be careful not to do. All right? Something you must be careful is not to help God. 
So while you don't try to think about how God will do it, it's important for you, to, for you to also not try to help God. Because you know we talk about take steps, Abby. We say take steps, Ashibi. We say do something. You see, but what we really mean when we say take steps, what we really mean is take God-inspired steps. Let me see it again. What we're really trying to tell you to do is to take God-inspired steps. Don't run. Don't go and run your own show. Let's see first, first Corinthians, first, first Samuel 13, from verse 7. First Samuel 13, 7. Okay, let's see. He said, and some of the Hebrews went over. Okay, so there was battle in Israel. Israel was fighting the Philistines again, as they were always fighting. So they were fighting them again. And um, Saul, Samuel had told Saul, wait for me, wait for me. I will come and make a sacrifice before you fight your battles, right? Some of you need, to, some of you need sacrifices in the name of the Spirit to fight battles. I don't mean cocoa or goats. Alright? So, but before that, that, before Samuel came, you know, the, the Philistines were really threatening them, you know. They came with so many chariots, so many soldiers, so many. So, people began to run away. So, Saul was under pressure. Alright? As for Saul, he was yet in Gilgal. And all the people followed him trembling. So, the soldiers were afraid. Let's see. Next one. And he tarried seven days, according to the set time that Samuel had appointed. But Samuel came not to Gilgal. And the people were scattered from him. So something had not come. So God had not showed up. Next one. And Saul said, look at this. Bring hither the burnt offering to me. And the peace offering. And he offered the burnt offering. So he, was, he had no right to do that. He couldn't wait for God anymore. He had to help God. See what happened. Next one. Next. That's 10. 13, 10. And it came to pass that as soon as he had made an end of some of you, your blessing is just around the corner, guys. And some people just want to help God. Ah, let me probe that guy. He, 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 he has not, let me help him propose. Let me just help him. Don't help him. Leave him. Have you heard that thing before? Let me just say, let me hear. He, want, he wants to say it. I can see it. He's in his sleep just here. Let me just help him. No, don't help him. Let God do it by himself. He said, and Samuel went out to meet him. That he, please, go to seven. Move to seven. Please turn to seven. There's something there. Turn to seven. Um, or is it eight? Is it eight? Oh, yeah. Okay, move to eight, please. Move to eight. Okay, look at this. Look at this. And it tarried seven days, according to the set time that Samuel had appointed. Guys, for some of you, your next level... Is tied to the set man, the man of God over this house. Yeah. For some people here. You may not have that direct contact, whatever it is, but for some people, for some people, your next level is tied to the instruction you will get from the man of God. It can even be your HOD. It can be your shepherd. It can be your minister. Praise God. But for some of you, that shift will happen when you keep to, it can just be a very, very simple instruction. Let me share my own. Maybe in a few minutes, I'll just share. Many years ago, when I just finished youth service, after I served it with one bank, so they came to school to come and get a wrote exam, and we passed. So they came and they took the brightest and the best from school, different schools. They went all over Nigeria. It was really hot then. Uni Ben, Uni Lag, different schools. And they packed all of us. So during service, you must serve with them. 
from service automatic employment, which remain again. Has God not done gone good things? Are you looking for another thing again? What do you even pay us as copper self? I mean, it was just, it was just, it was too much. I would not like it was too much for a copper. So I'm glad it's any need today. Anyway, we started working and uh, you know, after service here, we go for tra- people go for training school. So from where I was, I just called Pastor K. Guys, I just called Pastor K. And I said, uh, ah, these people have offered me, oh, so I'm, I'm staying back to. Uh, Pastor K said, so is it because of money? You want to stay with bank? Come on, this is how he said it too. I'm not joking. Oh. On the phone, come on, will you leave that bank? Go to that other company. There's one other company that I've been trying to enter. They've not given me a file. I would just sit trying. Yeah, go to that other company. Guys, and I left the bank because of the word of the... I didn't see it as a man. I saw it as a prophet. And I left that bank. And, you know, story, story, story. Finally, that job, I got that one. Believe you me, that, is my, that has been my best career decision to date. Yeah. Because shortly after that, the bank itself closed up. Oh, yeah. Two years or one year later, after all my first class, they carry first class people, all of them were out of jobs. First class people across Nigeria, all, all out of jobs. I had to start. But me, why God had moved me years before. And the career success and the progress, I have not even started that I've seen so far, it is tied to that one instruction. If I had missed that instruction, I, 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 I kid you not, there's no way I'll be here today. And let me be honest, with every sense of humility, hallelujah, okay, good. With every sense of humility, I really don't like to talk about this, but with every sense of humility, God has been good to me, guys. Where I am today, Age-wise, I should not be there. I have no business being there. Years of experience, why? I have no business being there. But I joined that company that Pastor K asked me to go. And guess what? Those, that company, they were going to pay me half of what the bank was paying me. So it's not like maybe it was say, oh, all job, not job. No. I went to go and collect half salary. Did I know? Of course I knew. I knew that was what I was going for. But I knew that I've gotten a word. I've gotten an instruction. The same way... Saul got an instruction. He said, wait, I will come and sacrifice before you go. He couldn't wait. He could not wait. So this year, some instruction will come from this altar. It may not make sense to you, but please just go ahead and do it. Just go ahead. It may be crazy. It may not make... So people, people may... Oh my goodness. My parents, my mom could not understand. How can you leave this bank? The bank then, they were paying one sixty-three k. I can't forget this was how many, over 14 years ago, you can imagine. I mean, with that one, I'm a king of, king of, I'm the king of boys. <laughs> Praise God. At that time, how many, 14 years ago, I left down to go and collect uh, 67,000. Praise God. It didn't make sense. Less than half. But I tell you, in three and a half years, from nowhere, someone just called me, just looking for a job. I got a job that was bigger than me. You know when you're in a job that you two, you know that I'm underqualified for this job, but God was helping me. Praise God. How underqualified. I will see that in meetings. We see expatriates and big organs in my office planning. I'll be pinching myself. Let me be this. Because I'm not supposed to be there, but that's what God was doing. I can tell you because of the instructions. Because instructions will come here this year, guys. 
When the prophecy comes, there will be instruction. It can be a very lame instruction. It may not make sense. But please just do it. From that place, God said, I have not finished. I have not finished with you. Another opening came in a far bigger company. They have senior manager one, senior manager two, senior manager three before director. They offered me that the role, my role was supposed to be senior manager two. They gave me three. Just one level below the director. You all know the company here. You know, I still felt that I'm not qualified for this job. I don't have years of even even my age self when I joined, it was, it not mixed, I was the youngest. So I have to be and that, that's why I started carrying white hair. Ah. Then I was clean shaven. When I joined the company, I was clean. But when I saw the babas that were supposed to be my junior, people that were reporting to me, but the people I should be greeting. Ah, when I left it, make it a grow. Let them think I am old. Oh, yes. From there, the thing now stuck. I didn't cut again. Hallelujah. If I had child, I'd be putting paint safe. But thank God, it didn't come out natural. Because I didn't want them to know my age. That's how God will bless you beyond your capacity. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. I did not even stay too long there. Another one, another, another open door came. When this one came, they said I will walk two Saturdays in a month. Two Saturdays. Ah, I said, oh my career, I've not walked two Saturdays. My wife said, Lila, you have small children. No? Just go stay in this comp. Don't go, just stay. Leave that. But I knew. Besides, the salary was also very, very, you know. But my wife didn't care. No women, they don't care. For them, family, family. You know what I'm saying? Men, my wife, they read. So, guess what? I went to Pastor K. Oh, yeah. In fact, all my, all my career moves, me and Pastor K will review the offer letter together. It's okay. Ask them for this one. When I go out there, they say, say go out, okay, increase it. Ask them for this one. For, it is not a human being. Hallelujah. You must understand what God has put over you. I'm telling you guys, you must. And that was it too. I went there. I told him, I pick a CCC, two Saturdays. He said, no, don't, don't do it now. Things will change. I beat the youth. You change, you change. And shortly after that, from two Saturdays, it was one Saturday. From one Saturday to Saturday, I, 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 I was not going to go in again. Praise God. Order my watch, oh. And that's how God changed it. And from there, God moved it to where I am now. And I know that it was still the hand of God. It was still under divine direction, divine instruction from this, from this set man. Hallelujah. So I'm saying this because instructions will come. The same way Saul, the same way Saul got instruction from Samuel. For some of those instructions, it will not make sense. I want to encourage you to make up your mind that before anything, I will do God's word. I will do it. Praise God. So sometimes your next inspired step, I know we all want to do something. Take step, baby. Your next inspired step is to do nothing. Yeah, for some people, your next step, your next step to your next level is not to try to do anything, but just to what? Relax. Please tell your neighbor, relax. You know it's so difficult to relax, Abby? Okay. Oh, you, oh, you are feeling it, Abby? It's so difficult to relax. And God tell the Israelite, he said, you will hold your peace. Abby? Please help me quote that scripture. I can't remember it again. Sir? Uh-huh. He said, you hold your peace and I what? I will fight for you. That means don't fight. So when they are fighting you in your company, don't fight. 
When you are when they are backbiting you and you hear about it, don't fight. When they are trying to do something against you, your your family or whatever, don't fight. Praise God. Don't fight. You leave it for God. Hallelujah. So this is that year where the blessing will come so easy. You didn't get that. You see, I said it will be easy, Abby. It's so easy that some people don't even catch it. This is that year where the blessing will come so easy. Yeah. You will not stress. You will not stress. You say, this year you will not be a hustler. In case, in case you have been calling yourself hustler, repent. You're not, there are no hustlers in this house. You won't hustle this year. God will bring the blessing to you. You will be at the right place at the right time. You will have grace to be a doer. Grace to be a doer of the word. You will do the word this year and you will see, you will see tremendous results. You will see results like you have never seen before. The realms that some of you will enter, your family and generation have never seen that type before. There are some of you here that when you speak, your word will become law in your family because how God will lift you. Some of you right now, you may be voiceless. You may not have mouth. <laughs> oh, Jesus. But what God will do. And when I say God will do, we're not saying a distance. Remember that scripture that Mr. Blessing read, Abby? We're not saying a far away. We're saying from now. We're saying from now. For some of you, they will call you to come and collect, uh, to come and collect cars. Okay. Okay, you got that. Praise God. Oh, yeah, you got that. For some of you, they will call you to come and collect cars. Yeah. Hey, there are some of us that will give out cars this year. Yeah. <laughs> Glory to God. Hey, I'm already planning my own. Why did the Lord bring the car? I have to give out now. I cannot hold back. No, that one is already it's a done deal. I'm already thinking, now, who will I give it to? Oh, Lord, help me. Praise God. Because it, must, it will happen. You people will see. I will come and testify it like this year. And you say, he said it to uh, Nassau. Hallelujah. So some people will give out houses. Because we are blessed to be a blessing. Some people will tell people, are you looking for a house? Okay, I have a house. Come and stay. Don't worry. Leave your one year rent. Don't worry. Arrange yourself. Next year you can start to pay. Hallelujah. Some of you. Some of you will buy tickets for people to travel abroad. I will send money to people abroad. Dollars and pounds. Say, help yourself. Hallelujah. We are, not, we are not takers. We are givers. Hey, see, you must move away from taking mentality. You must move away. Hallelujah. Abraham was just wanted one child, but God wanted him to have, have, have descendants. Hallelujah. And that's why I'm here today. So this year, you're going to give like never before. Some of you will sponsor people to schools this year. Oh yeah, some people will sponsor people to school. You buy jam form. You buy them plenty and give people and show them the love of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's celebrate Jesus this evening. Praise God. Hallelujah. You will go far this year. You will go far this year. This year will be good for you. This year will be good for you. I want to pray for somebody here. You are not born again. You 